All right, Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers, we are back, baby. We are back. It is April 11th. We're recording this on. Uh, I just want to apologize for last week. Uh, you know, some scheduling mix-ups and technical difficulties resulted in us uh, pushing back last week's episode to this one. So this is going to be a supersized episode in terms of we're going to be covering DBs and linebackers. Uh, we're going to be doing all on this episode. But before we get into all that, let's introduce the rest of Blue Kool-Aid crew. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got UJ. Hello. Connor. Yo. Dog. Yo. And Bob. Hello, hello. All right, gentlemen. Uh, not too much news on the Lions front, per se, uh, but there's just a lot of draft um, stuff to talk about, really. Uh, you know, like, like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about DBs and linebacker, uh, which I think all of us can agree the Lions should be targeting uh, in this draft. Now, whether it's safety or cornerback or linebacker, uh, we can discuss as we kind of get into all these uh, prospects here. But, you know, th- th- there's been visits and stuff. Uh, do you guys put any stock into, like, teams, a uh, player visiting a team? Because I know Stingley visited the Lions. Uh, they were the, All seven, like, of the t- Lions' top draft people uh, were at um, uh, Oregon's Pro Day. And... Uh, a bunch of them are talking to Thibodeau on the field, like having like Spielman. I saw having a long conversation with him. Do you guys put any stock into the, those type of things, or is it just all? As far it's as it's impossible to say. As far as actually using it to predict anything, like a, any about like predicting who they might pick, I don't really put too much stock. But I mean, I do think it at least shows you who they're interested in. I don't think they're going to waste their time on someone they don't want to know more about. I mean, maybe they do just to like, you know, if it's like a quarterback or something, they, they just want to throw some chum in the waters or something, I guess. But I think you could find some indication. It's just not going to give you all that much certainty. Right now, it, I think it's interesting too. Uh, Campbell, one of the most open guys out there, his emotions, everything else. But him and Holmes have really kept this really tight to the vest and we really don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they're doing a great job of kind of muddy in the waters and no one really knows what they're thinking and i kind of like that I, I think they're doing a good job of that they want people who love to play football yeah no one else yeah. wants that that okay. narrows it down <laughs> yeah <laughs> that narrows it down to everybody yeah uh so let, let's just dive into these prospects shall we right away sure. and i, I want to start with the safeties here yeah because i i think a lot of people are targeting that as you know Lions possibly go number two at safety or late first round, early second round. There's a lot of prospects here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to read some of the top ones off the list. Kyle Hamilton, obviously Dax Hill from Michigan, Lewis Seen from Georgia, Jalen Petrie uh, from Baylor, Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State, Brian Cook from Cincinnati. Uh, there, there's more as we go on the list. But, uh, you know, we've talked about Kyle Hamilton in our mock draft. Has your guys' view changed on him at all? 6'4", 220. Uh, you know, not a great 40 yard time. Yeah. His pro- actually, he didn't have a great 40 time at the combine and it, it was worse on his pro day, which is unusual. Usually mm-hmm. they improve on it, but, um, so Kyle Hamilton, who wants to throw out uh, their first opinion on this guy and, and whether we should be let's go with Bob or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was the one, uh, dissenting voice when we took him at two in our combined, uh, True. Yeah. draft, but, uh, no, I like him. You know, he's a good player, but I don't think he's that elite over the other guys that I wouldn't take him at two personally. I mean, if we went back a few spots, maybe, but, uh, that the speed does concern me a little bit, but obviously he's got all the football skills and love of the game and all that stuff. And I think it'll be a, it'll be a great pro, but I don't, I don't know about two personally. Yeah. There. Yeah. I, I get yeah, the, the last safety to go this high was Eric Barry. He looked uh, like a uh, all world coming out. Mm hmm. Historically, yeah, though, they don't work out always, I don't think, in the top five. Dude, I mean, Sean Taylor, uh, Eric Berry, Errol Holmes. It's just rare. It's rare. Yeah, uh, it is rare. For the safety to get taken. UJ, it sounds like you had a, oh, those guys a thought, good, though. No, I just, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, and there's so many opinions out there on this draft, but there's a lot of people think Kyle Hamilton is the best player in the draft. And, uh, you know, it's not to be taken lightly. He, he's a really good player. Uh, and I think he'd be a great addition to the team. However, at two, I just don't like picking a safety at two for positional value. I'd, I'd rather have uh, an edge guy or a linebacker or something like that. Uh, just 
from sheer positional value. If we were to trade down, like Bob said, I would I would be all over it, but uh, not at two. I yeah. You know, as someone who usually like really is big about positional value, I would say, you know, do you think like some people are comparing him to Ed Reed? Do you think this guy is the next Ed Reed? Like, do you really think he's that? And if you do, who's comparing? Him? I, I've seen those Reed. comparisons. I've seen. Him, I don't know. I've heard it floating around on different <laughs> like things. People talk about it. It's a kind of a crazy comparison, but I've seen it compared on a few different places. Like people just talking about it, but whatever doesn't matter. He's getting compared to really good players. And if you really think he is one of those elite guys, a true like Calvin Johnson type player at his position, you know, a unicorn, like people like to call him, then you can you can pull the trigger out on a position that's not necessarily, you know, rated as one of the most important. But I'm not sure I see that out of him. I mean, he definitely looks really good. And I just think there's too many good players at more important positions like the end an edge rusher ahead of him that we should be picking before we consider him at two. Yeah, it, it'll yeah. be, it'll be tough to see him take a safety at two. Uh, I, I think, especially uh, yeah. if he's so slow too. He's a, he's a big dude though. 220 pounds. He's got a massive wing. Yeah. Span. Oh yeah. Uh, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I, the thing I like about him the most is the thing that's hardest to teach a football player. Uh, he has elite, football instincts he mm-hmm. like knows where to be in the right spot at the right time and that's yeah. just really hard to teach yeah uh, you can have all the physical skills in the world <laughs> you don't know where to go and he's a lot uh, faster but, uh, on the field in the football field than he is on a 40 track well the last time we heard that was teased to four i don't care you can see that guy flies like he covers ground on the field when he puts his foot in the ground accelerates he gets places fast like you see him blitz from a safety position like deep and get all the way into the backfield and sack a quarterback. Yeah. Like it's it's impressive. He really does cover ground. And not everyone's great at running in, in spandex, you know. Some people just function better on the football field. Well, I'm not saying yeah, it's not a concern. <laughs> I'm just saying uh it's hey, not sure what he he does not have a sack in his college career. I I, I just want to note he has zero Oh, sacks. he must have been a, a near sack then in the film I was watching. Hey Rud Dog, that as we go down this list, one of the guys I like in terms of that game closing speed is uh Lewis seen out of Georgia. Yeah. yeah. That guy just watching him play. I don't, I don't have all the, you know, measurables on him, but, uh, the, the way he can like make Six up two, the ground and, and, uh, no, but I mean his speed, uh, measurables, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, just watching the eye test, the, the eye test, he definitely passes big time in my eyes. Yeah, I, yeah. Bob, I agree with you during in the national championship game and the game before that, he, he was all over the field, man. His name was getting called all the time. He was making plays everywhere. And he's 6'2". I mean, you got to love that, too. So, yeah. yeah, I like him, too. Yeah, 4'3", 40-yard dash. So, definitely has more than enough speed. 78-inch uh, wingspan, so plenty of size uh, for an NFL safety. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, it, you can get to the ball. Uh, he, he is known for dropping a lot of interceptions. I, I, I just want to note that. Yeah. Uh, those well, are he must be getting into position if he's dropping all those balls. Huh? So you're saying right, he's right, got right, a right. lot of pass defenses. Yeah, right. He's played <laughs> defense that for years. For it's just Lions tradition to drop. Yeah, <laughs> good point. But, you know, I like the idea of getting a guy like this. We don't have to get him at two. You know? <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of great safeties in the draft, and I don't know if we need to reach a two for one. Exactly. When D-line and edge is such a priority right now mm-hmm. to me personally. Yeah. I also want to shout out Dax Hill just because he went to Michigan and he's also a speedster. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot, and, a lot yeah. of people have Dax Hill ranked ahead of uh, a, a scene in this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Dax Hill. That would be a great pick, too. I, I, he's uh, absolutely yeah, 438, 40 yards, so just slightly behind Lewis. But uh, it's so fast. Wingspan's so pretty big, too. Yeah. Yep, I don't 79 like a, and a fourth. A safety at two, but I think in, the, in those next two picks, I think we should take a safety. Yeah. I think one of those guys is going to fall there. I agree. Uh, scene, Bricks, Brisker, or. Um, Right. Who did I just say? Seen uh, Brisker or Dax Hill? Yeah. Yeah, and Dax Hill is known as another one uh, that has a really good uh, you know, instincts at the, at the safety position as well. So it seems like uh, people are valuing like the football IQ over some of the athletic traits to a degree in this, uh, just in a lot of people's rankings this year that I've seen, at least at the safety position, uh, which I find interesting. Hmm. Well, that more yeah. cerebral player. Is there any player that 
you that is not in that first round or like early second that the Lions will might uh, smoke Monday. Try to, Smoke Monday from For Auburn. The name alone, but also because he's supposed <laughs> to be pretty good. <laughs> Have you watched Smoke at all play? Oh yeah, he, th- th- that's like an in the box safety, uh, more so. Which yeah. I kind of like the though, because that can compliment Tracy Walker. I think I I think the last Smoke game I watched him play, uh, I think he. I think he blitzed on fifty percent of the uh, defensive snaps. <laughs> he was all over the the field in that game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's definitely more of an in the box safety kind of a disruptor. It, it, so if the Lions are looking for that type of player, then yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I've seen the Lions uh, go for in the in the third round, possibly. Uh, but this this depends if he would actually fall to them. Again, safety wild card, but uh, Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State, six foot one, yeah, two hundred six yeah. pounds. Like I've seen, I've looks... seen him mocked um at times. Seventy six inch wingspan, four four nine forty. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him so... drop into the third round? You say no? I don't Maybe see I, it depends on how they value the safety. I've seen second round grades on him, but I think he could fall to the third round. Well, if he does, he'd be a yeah. value there. Yeah, it'd be great value for the third round. He'd be sure. incredible. So a little value. less explosive than maybe some of the other guys like Hamilton, but a really tough player. Uh, he's a playmaker for sure. So a, a solid, strong safety uh, the Lions could uh, target. Yeah, this kid looks good on film. Man. He looked really good. What do you guys yeah. see Tracy Walker as? Does he, is he? Do you see him as your roaming free safety or is more of a box guy? Hybrid? What, like, what do you think we need to compliment him? the most what imagining that he's going to be the guy we're going to base this pick on so much yeah better. i mean tracy walker's played more of the free safety role yeah. in his time in detroit so far i would imagine that's where they want him to stay i i i would yeah, is the ball I would, hawking I would agree sort of that. i would agree with that too. yeah right I, and so that's like we need a strong safety then more than anything is kind of the it, it depends on which safety we take. I think if it is Kyle Hamilton, well, then they can they can, can do flip roles, uh, kind oh, of, yeah. and disguise They're... the defense more. Well, that uh, is the... because of the skill set. But if it's more, if you're going like like I said, Smoke Monday or something, the, the guy's just gonna be in the box all the time. Then, uh, I think though that you can't Tracy you can't can do a little more. more. Sorry, say what was that last part? No, it, it depends on which uh, prospect you get and what they can do, if they're versatile or not. Well, I'm I saying you might make the pick thing. based, you might pick that prospect somewhat based on what you want to compliment Tracy is all I'm saying. Though I think Tracy's a little more of a, a like a balanced player than a true just pre-free safety guy. I think he can go up in the box, and it wouldn't be bad to find another guy who's balanced and make him sort of interchangeable. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he isn't that, that, that is versatile. I'm, I'm saying it depends on... Uh, the guy that we draft, what what role they envision him for him more, I guess. Yeah, that's why uh, I kind of like Dax Hill because he's a pretty versatile guy. I mean, they can right, move him around, yeah. do different yeah, things with him. Yeah, they around yeah. Michigan D. So. And I think that's why they're ranked a little higher than some of these other guys. That uh, Like, yeah. the, the Quan Brisker would definitely be a strong safety, not a free safety. Uh, so, it, or at least based on what I've, you know, read about him and watched, uh, but... That that's what I mean by like where it's hard to say exactly where Tracy Walker fits because I think it depends on who the the personnel around him is and what role they need him to play. So you're yeah. saying he's so balanced that they might just make him adjust to whatever they pick, right? And I think that's like the Lions, hmm. uh, like Aaron Glenn and this defense and and um, our GM Brad Holmes uh, want is that versatility. But I'm saying so, you'd probably pick a guy who's gonna fit who's going to compliment him more than you're going to pick a guy and then make Tracy Walker adjust. He's the guy, you know, and want to, you know, you know, see succeed the most. He's like your foundational piece. So you're not going to pick a guy and then make him adjust. You're going to pick a guy that works well with him, what you already have. Right. I mean, I'm just right, saying, right, right. Like if we have a choice between a couple of these guys, we might consider the one that fits best with Tracy Walker, not just, I, I don't know. That, I don't know why that's confusing, but. I would well, yeah, would the... if they, but if it's some superstar athlete that's available, you're going to take him. To sure. Well, yeah, I mean, that guy's just yeah. good enough. Yeah. Then, Did you guys see that yeah. clip with uh, Campbell and Tracy Walker in the hallway? And he's like, 
Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The He's best like, line. what you want to play for. Yeah, the best line of that whole thing was, this is the secret of Dan Campbell. He says, now, hey, this is you, Nana. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do? This is your team. This is yours. What are you going to do with it? And that's yeah. what, that's what he's got with these players. You know, they own it now. He wants them to own this. So awesome. I, love, I love that. Yeah. So much, he talked up, you know, how he was there from the start of it, you know, when the lean year and then you know, yep. he's going to get to see it and pay off and be part of it. So, yep. yeah, I that thought it was cool. really cool. So cool. That's a, that's a great video though, too. It was like 15 minutes long uh, behind the den too, or something like that. Kind of a preview to, uh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's really it's good. A, a really little good warm song. up for hard knocks. I'm gonna throw one more name at safety for you, really quick. Okay. Uh, then I think we might be able to move on. But um, yeah. Nick Cross out of Maryland. So this guy is six foot, um, two hundred twelve pounds. He's out of Maryland. He's under. He's you know twenty and a half years old. So really young guy. Uh, played for three years in college. Led his team in interceptions all three years he played in college. Two, one, and then three. Um has forced three fumbles the last couple of years from the safety position. That's no easy feat. Uh, yeah. four, three, four, 40 yards, six, eight, five, three cone drill. Um, yeah. so the good about this guy is super athletic. Um, and it's good and the bad you get with him. Uh, but again, he's a really young guy and he can maybe learn to pick his spots, but he's inconsistent in terms of where he takes risks. So sometimes he can give up the big play, but then other times, he, like I said, he's leading his team in interception. Something. Sometimes mm-hmm. that risk taking rewards him with the interception. Was that like so. Alfonso Smith, right? Uh, back in the day. <laughs> remember him? I don't remember him. Alfonso <laughs> Smith, he did like the Carlton in the end zone. He, that was his dance. Oh, he, was a, he did. He was like a, oh, a total ball that. hawk cornerback for us. But he, as much as he remember. picked him off, he also gave up his <laughs> share too. Right, right, right. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. I was just yeah. thinking about him the other day, and I couldn't remember his name, and it just came to me right now as a perfect reference. It was. Like you were just thinking about Alonzo Smith the other day. Wow. wow. I was asking you about him, UJ, <laughs> and you couldn't help me with who I was trying to remember. Um, But at the very least, he could be a good special teamer. Uh, So just a name to look out for. And he has, like, kind of a late third round, third round grade yeah. at him. So maybe yeah. one of the – maybe that late comp pick. Uh, but I just want to throw out him as well. Was there any other safeties that we wanted to mention before moving on? Yeah. Marquise I, Bell or whatever. Uh, I've heard that name wrong. Like he would be like a project guy. Like uh, it seems like he has some like athletic potential, but he's like like whiffs on tackle sometimes. And I don't know about his IQ, but I've heard him like mentioned as like a late round like sleeper, not for the Lions specifically, but just like as a safety sleeper pick. I don't really know too much about him outside of that, but yeah, interesting. Twenty three years old, so he's on the older side of the um, oh. for the draftees here. Four four one forty, seven point two five three cone drill. Um, and what what I've read is that uh, you know, he has some of the physical tools, uh, but at best, like he projects to be like maybe a rotational safety or a special teamer. Hmm. Uh, but he he would have the work on a lot of his uh coverage skills to to go m- go above that i guess if you will yeah but, it seems like well, missing tackles is a big thing for him but you like that physical mm-hmm. upside especially when with the guys we got coaching here now yeah. you know get a guy like that a flyer in the sixth round or something could turn out to be something special yeah could be all right, so let's move on now so it, it, again it'll be interesting to see what the lions if they attack the safety at the top spots um, I think they need to. It's probably their their most important position after maybe linebacker of need. <laughs> well, let's let's move over to cornerback now, shall we? Yes. I have seen. I I think it I think it was um, Todd McShay in his latest mock draft had the Lions going with Derek Stingley at number two, no. another cornerback. Really, yeah. it was either him or Kuiper. I can't remember which wow. one. I've no. definitely seen him mock to the Lions at two though. On uh, some people's, that's such yeah. a stretch. I don't, such a stretch. I don't see us taking him, but that guy, man, watching him work out, man, that guy is, yeah. man, that's that guy's. He's gonna yeah. be a good NFL player. If I don't we see trade us taking back. him at two, but yeah, but I, I do like him as a player, but not for the Lions at two. Yeah, we we tried that early cornerback stuff. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> but dear Lord. It could still work. I still believe in Jeff Akuda. <laughs> Yeah, get Okuda and Stingley yeah. bracketing. There will be shut Okuda's, down. Okuda's. Uh, have you guys been watching? He's been posting like workout videos on Twitter and stuff. He's yeah. He's, I don't know. 
I'm choosing to believe. I'm choosing to drink. That's what we do here. That's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. I don't like the pick, but I believe in Jeff. For you. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Um. So here's a guy with a good name. I a guy I like a lot, but I don't know if it's worth two overall. Is Ahmad uh Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. Six foot two, one ninety, four for one forty. Um, this guy, I don't think he gave up a touchdown nope. this year in college. Uh, very yeah. little yards even overall. Uh, and that's because he was just blanketing everybody. The quarterbacks had stopped looking his way. Uh, Alabama didn't throw his way at all. Um, wow. Sounds like Okuda 2.0. <laughs> that's what his college looked like, his yeah. college career. Except he's got more elite traits like, you know, height because he's like 6'3 and actually ran a 4'4. Four, four. Dude's fast and tall. Yeah. Like, yeah, there, there's a lot to like about him. Uh, very little that you don't like about him, really. I mean, he's been he he got penalized nine times the last two years, which is more than Okuda. But uh, the big knock I <laughs> heard college. on him is he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like the next Deion Sanders, where like he does his job extremely well, covers like like uh, you know, white on rice, and then he can tackle really well when he's like the last guy on the edge or like, you know, containing, but like they say he doesn't get involved in many tackles and like extra tackles where he's not needed or thinks he's not needed. Doesn't chase extra after the play kind of mm-hmm. just turns Deion it on. Sanders is a hell of a player, man. He's yeah. But he was always kind of like that diva people recognize. He didn't want to get hurt. He didn't like interested in throwing his body in the way of receivers and people and stuff. So I'm just saying know. that's like the, I mean, yeah, he's like an elite cover guy, but he might not be like the guy you want enforcing, but he can, but you might need to like coax some extra effort out of him. That's all I'm saying. That's the one knock I heard on him, which is, you know, take it as you want. Well, here's the guy that's the opposite of that, Rudd Dog. Uh, Trent McDuffie. This guy apparently has a high motor and makes plays from the backside all the time. Cornerback out of Washington, five foot 10, almost five foot 11, 193, um, but a 444 40, known as. One of the most explosive athletes in this draft like uh, for his position. Yeah. Uh, it's a little on the smaller side, maybe, for what you want uh, for a top cornerback, at least, in the draft. Yeah. But, um, again, really high motor, uh, really high floor from, from a lot of people that read about him. So I just want to throw yeah. out his name. It's kind of yeah. If it, guy that was football kind of doesn't work out, he could definitely open a pub because McDuffie's a good yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, no. Is that the crime dog, McDuffie? Is it McDuffie yeah. the crime dog? The crime McDuffie. dog. I'm not oh, familiar. McDuff. Yeah. yeah. You mean uh, you mean underdog? No. Oh. There was a McDuff. The, oh the no, Ma- no McGruff. McGruff. That's oh, yeah. oh, McGruff. that makes more sense. <laughs> well, we can use it. I mean, like McDuffie the crime dog. It'd be great. If we draft him, we're making that a T-shirt. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah and, and just going back to Stingley, uh, the thing that worries about the thing that worries me about him is that he hasn't played a lot of football in the last two years. <laughs> even I mean, even this last year, so he he was like a COVID, uh, whatever you call him, opt out, so he didn't play football this last year, uh, and then even the year before that, he was out almost the entire season from an injury. Yeah, so he has barely yeah. played the last years. Uh, well, that could be good or bad if you if he's a long term prospect uh, and works out. But yeah, I, <laughs> no I just mileage. think it's a little riskier to take a guy that hasn't played the last two years. Yeah, uh, he's definitely going to go in the first high. round though. That guy's a beast. Yeah, they yeah. said that about Penny Sewell too. He didn't play. Yeah, but it wasn't two years. Yeah, yeah that was one year, and yeah, and that was an odd year where a lot of people were opting out. So it's slightly different. But uh, um, there's another hey. guy, uh, Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson. Yeah. Junior quarter cornerback, uh, six foot, one ninety four. Guys, uh, got great ball skills. Tough, physical guy. So he's another guy that is one of the top guys, I guess. I don't know if we probably have to get him fairly high in the draft if we went for that. Yeah, I, I've seen a late first, early second uh, grade on him, kind of. So yeah, that that would be if the Lions are going to target a cornerback uh, yeah. with that thirty second or thirty fourth pick. That could be a name that they. Uh, look to get another guy a uh, lot of interceptions last two years five uh, interceptions last two years in uh in college missed a couple games from an injury uh but a former five-star recruit all the other tools that you look for um and pretty versatile by all you know 
all accounts, at least. Yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting to see what uh, Holmes does, you know, because since he found guys like undrafted and late yeah. rounds <laughs> last year, if he's going to keep that approach on the quarterbacks or if he's going to I think get, a guy get somebody up high. Holmes is going to really like in the middle rounds, maybe, is uh, Tariq Woolen out of uh, heard that name. STSU. I, I don't know what STSU, the Roadrunners. But yeah. he's a six four, two hundred and five pound cornerback, and he ran a four two six forty with a forty two inch vertical. I'm just saying that's kind of freaky. <laughs> hey, yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead, DJ. Uh, yeah, you know who they compare him to? Iffy. That's his. <laughs> that's his pro comparison. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. So, the thing about Tariq Kevin King. Um, he played wide receiver for the first two years in college and then he trans then he changed uh sides of the ball the cornerback mm-hmm. the last two years uh his name his nicknamed is uh reek the freak <laughs> by his teammates uh, like so, from game of thrones reference reek as i was thinking oh reek from game R-I-Q, of thrones R-I-Q, terrible R-I-Q, reference tariq woolen oh, oh. <laughs> That's yeah. terrible yeah. reference. Oh God! <laughs> I'm Reek. That's all his interviews post game. I'm Reek. <laughs> Everyone thinks he, they're like being nice, like saying Reek, Reek. They're like ripping him. <laughs> when oh, coach boy. isn't happy with him, he's just Reek. No. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh God. Reek, carry my shoulder pads. Damn. But obviously. Like you said, Rudd Dog, elite athletic traits, ten foot eleven, broad jump. I can't remember if you uh, mentioned that as well. Just another, you know, one to add to the yeah, um, the bucket there. But uh, it's just it's just a matter of you know if when you're willing or how high you're willing to draft him because of his uh, immense upside. Right? But can he put you know the footwork together? Because that's the big thing. With I him, mean, starting around the. Third or fourth round, experience. maybe starts to get real interested by someone with that kind of. I would imagine he doesn't get past the third round with those athletic. Then traits. maybe our third round pick that'd be. Yeah, perfect. but would would you yeah. want it the early third or the comp third? I don't comp care with those up that kind of upside. They can take him in the second round, probably. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's. I mean, God, can you imagine him and Iffy eventually being like our outside, <laughs> like just the freakiest, biggest cornerbacks? That would be so oh, yeah. awesome. At the very least, a nickel back or something like that. Something. Uh, Big safety. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I've no. Heard, uh, oh, no, yeah. Six four. No, yeah. He wouldn't be a nickel back, probably. But uh, who knows? Who knows? With that kind of upside, anything's possible. Yep. Only two interceptions for him. Uh, and they played a lot of teams that threw the ball a lot. So I don't know if that's a knock on him. Is not. Is yeah. With that height yeah. and speed, you think he'd be <laughs> making some more plays on the ball. What about pass defenses? We got past that. You'd think there'd be a lot. What do you got, Connor? You got a new guy? I was going to throw uh, like a later round guy out there. Please, uh, please throw. We'll catch. Uh, I've heard Martin Emerson uh, a few times, and he's only had... Uh, he So his big downside is he doesn't have any interceptions. I think he's had one in three seasons uh, at Mississippi State. But uh, he seems to be like a tall, fast, physical freak. Um, a lot of tackles for losses. Um He'd be like a later round guy, but he kind of intrigues me because I feel like Holmes is going to find one of those later round guys that clicks. That just seems to be what he's got. He also isn't much of a slot guy, um, but I don't know. He, he's kind of an intriguing prospect for me because I think we will maybe draft one safety high or sorry, cornerback. And I think we might go on for one in the later rounds as well. Um, so I'm trying to keep an eye on a couple of those guys to see if one of them pops up for us. Yeah, nice. I like that pick. I got another one. Throw it. Uh, Cam Taylor Britt. Ah, he took it from me. Yeah, go ahead. Ah, <laughs> Nebraska. I'll, I'll let you help me with this too, Big Z, but real fast, 40 time, 4-3-8. Uh, explosive guy did some safety and cornerback, some of that versatility we were talking about earlier. But uh, Big Z, you take it away. I'm sure you got all of it. Hey, he's 5 oh, no. just like me. Um, I mean, just just to throw you know a quick one in there for just about him is uh, people project him more as a guy that's going to fit within a, a zone scheme, a kind of guy that uh, sits and re- like explodes and reacts uh, more than he is good in playing in press coverage. So, uh, which lines have trended uh, towards playing more rather than the Patricia years where it was all ninety <laughs> percent man coverage, just you know, hold right. your breath. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> usually we were choked to death because it was. But um, 
yeah, so that's just about him. That, that was another guy I want to mention because uh, he also like is known as a really tough like player. He's willing to stick his nose in there, um, which kind of speaks to playing the zone scheme because usually playing the zone scheme requires you to sit and come hammer a guy over the middle or something like that. So like that. Um, but yeah, I think we covered a lot of these cornerbacks pretty good. Uh, threw a lot of names out there. Yeah. Uh, we're at 30 min mark, so I think we're moving at a good pace. So yeah. let's let's get to the last part here, uh, and we because I think there's a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, my um, favorite section right group. now coming up, and it's a position of need, and we're still waiting for the guy that uh, becomes yep. next Levy, I guess, uh, <laughs> or better. And hopefully. you would hope with Chris Spielman leading a charge with the Lions that they can find this guy. But nonetheless, linebacker. Uh, <laughs> let, let's move over to. Uh, UJ, you seem really excited. So let, let, let's start with you. Who 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 uh, tickles your fancy here right now? Well, the two obvious ones seem to be Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. Uh, uh, depending on who you read, they have one rated up above the other. I've seen it both ways, Dean or Lloyd, and you can switch them. I mean, they're both really good. I like I like Lloyd because he's big. He's bigger, more prototypical, 6'3", 237. But Nicobe Dean's a little on the small side, but an incredible, incredible football player. But uh, my feeling is that both of those guys are going to be gone by the time we pick at 32. Yeah, and they're not worthy of a number two overall pick. No, 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 I don't think anyone on that list is, really. But this is where it gets fun. At 32 and 34, there's going to be some really interesting choices for us. And the two that I like the most are Troy Anderson and uh, Chad Muma. Because they they are prototypically... no, I, I no. You can talk about them all you want, but I mean, both of these guys. UJ, are, you take one. Rud Dog, take the other. I'll that? take Chad Muma because I know Rud Dog loves uh, Troy, but uh, reminds me of uh, Erlacher, Keekly type of guy. Big six three, two forty, covers the whole field. Just moves incredibly. Uh, I just love this kid watching him play. Watch a lot of his film, and uh, boy, he'd be an instant starter too. Instant upgrade to this uh, defense. You know, if we get one of those edge guys at the number one and, and one of these guys at two, good God, our defense is going to be instantly better. So, yeah, big fan right there, Chad Muma. I like it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, did, did you guys have any other opinions on Chad Muma? Uh, two-year starter at, out of Wyoming, uh, playing a pro-style pro style scheme there. 11 tackles per game. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I've seen him on a decent amount of mock drafts for the Lions, actually. Yeah, so. I have too. Yeah. That would that mm-hmm. would definitely be a name that would not surprise me if we got him in the second round. Yeah, the the athletic has him as the forty fourth overall uh, prospect in this draft, but there there's not a lot of negatives on him. It's more like he doesn't have like the super elite athletic skills that maybe get him in the first round. But he's a guy that uh, is a sure tackler by all accounts yeah. of what I've read. A guy that's not if he gets to the ball, he's not. Uh, not let them go. <laughs> They're going to the ground, yeah. which is uh, yeah. His film is good. Though, we I can mean, all admire. And he, he can rush similar, the passer. He can tackle. He does it all. Similar mm-hmm. forty time to Jared Davis, and we took him in the first round. Yeah, true. that worked out well. He's back though. <laughs> he's back. back. Yeah. I think it was forty time though. That was the knock. He's back. Yeah, four six three forty. Uh, for him, if that wasn't mentioned. Ten ten foot nine broad jump though, so he does have the explosiveness. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Speaking of explosive. Rod Dog, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. I just got to talk about Troy Anderson because I don't think there's a point. I mean, maybe number two will be a reach, but I don't think there's after that there's much of a chance, uh, ability to reach on this kid. I think that's a reach, yeah. He could be really special. I mean, okay, I looked up his relative athletic score. You know what he scored? A 10. (laughs) Like, this dude's a freak. I mean... His vertical was 36 inches, broad jump 10 feet and 8 inches, ran a 4.42 at 6.3 and a half and and 243 pounds. His 10-yard split was 1.49. That's elite, elite explosion off the line. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything he hit was in the, like, green elite category, except for his weight, oddly, at 240, apparently. Doing all this is not that, you know, not as impressive, but <laughs> I'm just saying this guy, but he also mastered three positions while in college playing running back, quarterback and linebacker. And I believe was on the made all American on all three or was at least highly touted as all three. And you can see it. 
he's a 240 pound man who runs away from cornerbacks. It's insane. <laughs> I'm just saying he's got instincts. He knows how like, he's got a head on his shoulders clearly. Cause he can master all those positions, learn all that. Like, I just don't, I'm so excited to see what he does as a pro and his upside is, is immeasurable with those physical metrics. So. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot more interesting things about him. Uh, first of all, like he is like 4.0 GPA, uh, all through high school and college. Uh, so super smart guy. Um, super dedicated. Also, he didn't want to play running back or quarterback. His coaches asked him to <laughs> like <laughs> by all accounts, like what I've read is that he didn't want to play quarterback, but that because of those athletic athletic skills and kind of his athletic skills and playing at a like a big sky school, um, they just asked him to play it, so he did it. Uh, uh, but the the big knock on him is what uh, what I've read about, and the thing will probably knock him to second, maybe even the third round, is that he is a very poor tackler. Now he stuffed the stash sheet, but that. <laughs> That just tells you how many missed. Uh, well, you can teach that. It, uh, maybe you can, maybe you can. It's hard to say. Uh, yeah, have a, we've had a problem with some players. Like tell that. Will Harris. Uh, yeah, that's that. true. He looks so, better than uh, Nickelback. That's that, I that's seen that uh, knock. That's interesting. You know that that's just uh, it, it, if the Lions have a really good plan in place for him, maybe to be more of a coverage guy, um, or like blitz off the edge, because like you said, he has a like you know a freak athlete um then i'll be really excited now if it's second round i i would not be happy with that really i'm just i'm gonna say i would not want i would rather have chad muma there because i want the guy that uh is a proven tackler uh, Fair enough. i'll take either early round third round i'd be ecstatic but second round no i would say i don't know if anybody else agrees or disagrees but. i think in the first two rounds especially you want something more proven to me just when you're at this stage of the rebuild, I think you want. Yep, you know, I, I would agree you, with that. In the third round, you can start to look at like developmental guys, but you want guaranteed starters. I think. I don't. Really I think this guy yeah. can step right in. I think we're open to look at a guy that the Lions could take in that late first, early second. Um, Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia, six oh, yeah. foot three, almost six foot four, two forty one. Um. Four five two forty ten foot two broad jump six eight nine three cone drill. Uh, he he played that middle linebacker uh, or money linebacker position they call it at Georgia. Uh, so three four linebacker. It's kind of like a combination of middle and outside. But uh, I think nice long arms to create separation. Uh, a guy that also has just really good athletic skills. Uh, his instincts need a little upgrade. Probably that's one maybe slight knock on him, but uh. No, just an elite athlete. I, I, I would be really excited. I think a guy the Lions could absolutely be targeting late first, early second. Late Should we first, just draft all second, three Georgia linebackers? I'd take any of these linebackers. So many good linebacker <laughs> prospects. In they got this. that Tyndall guy too, the Channing Tyndall. The Channing I don't know Tyndall, much about him. yeah, he looks good too. Uh, I like Tyndall. But I've heard good things about him. Yeah, all Speed the Georgia metrics. linebackers are really good. Their their defense was incredible. What a defense, year. huh? Yeah, yeah, oh, great. <laughs> I know they were. I know. How about uh, what do you guys think of Christian Harris too for uh, Alabama? Yeah, why not? The, the guy yeah. he's he's probably not going to be a star like right out of the gate, but he's got all the immeasurable. I mean, well, he's got speed, he's got a decent forty, four, time. four, four, uh, forty. What is he? Six foot two twenty six, and he yep. started as a true freshman for Alabama. So that guy's a tough dude. You know, he's he's been thrown into the fire, and you know he's done well. Yeah, so a that, team and, like Bama. And, and he's got some speed too for uh, getting after the quarterback too. So, but he's oh, got yeah. some, you know, he's got to work on some stuff, some of his pass coverage. But yeah, but he's, a, he's a super athlete, so he might be yeah. a guy. And I like that he's durable. Played forty of forty-one games for Alabama yeah. in his time there. So I like this. Start to do for Alabama. Here's a description I'm reading from from his strengths. The first line of this just got to make you like him. It says, "Wakes up choosing violence." Oh, that's, I love that. that sounds like a Campbell kind of guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Gotta love great. that description. <laughs> he chose <Yeah>. death. <laughs> yeah, and he paid cornerback in high school, so he's he's a good athlete. You know, he's he yeah, move. he's a good player. He's a very good player. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd be, I'd be, uh, I wouldn't hate that early second. Uh, Another it would be a light, a straight stretch, maybe, but. 
I wouldn't be mad because we need a linebacker. Right. <laughs> we need linebackers. Yeah. I know you shouldn't be reaching for position of need, but at the same time, it's a position of need. We right. need one. Yeah. Guy I like uh, is uh, Leo Chanel. Yeah. Oh, just, just a fun fact about him. The 12th of 16 children in his Whoa, family. Whoa. Holy moly. Leo Chanel. That was the thing that stood out that, to me about him. I don't well, really that, know. The That's fact cheaper that by the dozen on steroids. The fact that he's so damn big. It makes me really think this dude just like killed all his siblings or something because yeah. <laughs> like, where did he get? They just probably kept having kids until he got an NFL player. He's six, yeah. he's yeah. six two. Stop. At the combine, he was two hundred sixty one pounds, but he ran a four five three, had a forty and a half inch vertical jump. Like that's some explosion in a really powerful man. Yeah. Uh, and like he's a he's a bruiser inside for uh, Wisconsin. Like, uh, I, he might be more of like a, I'm not sure how great his cover skill is, but he seems like he'd be a guy who'd really up our run game by just destroying inside as a physical force, a little more of a throwback linebacker, but with still like the modern athletic ability. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, probably I, I would say maybe more of an inside linebacker type. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's what, so I, I don't know if that's what the lions are looking for necessarily. Um, well, I mean, we are moving at four three type, so they do need it. Uh, Someone to replace Anzalone inside and actually enforce the run. And after watching the Lions get destroyed by the Eagles last year, um, on the ground, uh, and uh, the Browns too, uh, just uh, you know, stopping the run, it's been an issue. That, now maybe that's D tackle, but you know, linebacker has also been a major issue. That's, that's a lot of thing. We had like the thirty first ranked defense cost. Yes, we were yes, right. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. So if he tried yeah. to go to to linebacker, you it doesn't look like anybody this year. Brandon Smith is up for the draft. Well, we've mentioned he's him, a, but he he's, he's a super the... athlete. I think he has an RSA score, RAS score of like nine point nine or ten. Uh, he is just a guy that has uh, he's really fallen because his tape is not great. Uh, not a guy that's a playmaker, um, and lacks kind of the football instincts. I guess those kind of go hand in hand to some degree. Instincts and a lack of toughness. You know, you could be the tough, yeah. It, yeah. both freakish athlete, but maybe go play basketball or something. Uh, not, not football. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm not going to I don't know how many bas- like basketball diehards we got listening to this podcast. <laughs> so no offense, but, uh, you know, <laughs> just say maybe Brandon Smith, the, the sport's not for him. Now, maybe the line draft would be completely proves me wrong because yeah. you know, I, I wouldn't hate it as a late draft pick as he is. A really good athlete. Like, you never know where you might find a role. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, no doubt. Anyone? Any other linebackers that you guys are just dying to talk about here? Uh, mm, Come on, Connor. You've been throwing out some really late rounders for me. So uh, how about I mean, Brandon Diego- Smith would be a late rounder, but uh, what about this Diego? How do you say that name from Navy? Fago. I know nothing about him. I just I'm just <laughs> throwing him out there because yeah, yeah. he's deep down on the list and I want to be edgy. So that's my pick to click. <laughs> I uh, the Lions are <laughs> the Lions are gonna draft this guy in the last round. I, I don't know how many Navy games you watched, but that guy he he was all over the field for them. Uh, I did not watch any Navy games. <laughs> Ninety four tackles for them uh, this past year. Uh, yeah. a Tell me why I love him. If you watch Navy games. Uh, he was all over the field, so not not the worst. You know, he comes from Navy too, so you know he's got the discipline. Uh, Are you a Navy guy or an Army guy? Uh, it depends. One of my better friends is a big Navy guy, but then I also, you know, my my fiance's dad's Army guy, so I don't know. <laughs> there you go. That's a good point. Didn't think about that. It's a little. Uh, yeah. It's a fun game, nonetheless. Army Navy always a great game to watch. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, not, that's not that's not the worst pick as far as far as like an undrafted free agent goes. Yeah, I got I got a later <laughs> round pick or maybe undrafted. Yeah, I just want to throw out last year, UJ. I think when we were talking about linebackers, you uh, threw out the Divine Diablo, who ended up being a actually yeah. like uh, a key piece of the defense of the Raiders last year. <laughs> really? Now you just like you just threw out just a name for the name. Too. That's the only reason I know. But he actually <laughs> ended up being a yeah like a pretty good rookie. That's why you so. can't underestimate the value of the name. You, you know, <laughs> never underestimate it. So, I, I, yeah, I got a guy. I got two. James Skalski. 
Skalski! Oh, yeah, let's go! I can't wait till he gets kicked out of a game. It'll be awesome. The human wrecking ball. (laughs) The guy who just destroys people for breakfast and then eats them for lunch. I don't know. He's a damn guy. guy. He's awesome. He's probably too slow. He's probably too everything else, but this guy is just fun. (laughs) Who does he play for? He played for Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, he was there forever. He, he, gets e- he gets ejected out of every major game they play in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two-time, two-time captain for them. He seems like a guy that's yeah, definitely peaking in college, uh, but he played 69 games for them. Uh, I love the idea of getting him as a late-round flyer or even an undraft. Uh, he'd be, yeah, at the very least for hard knocks, right? Oh, yeah. He'd be fun, man. He'd be fun. So. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Good call, UJ. He yeah, sounds like he'd be is. playing on that all the right moves team, you know, with Tom Cruise. Skalski, get in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <He> would. <laughs> or Ampipe. Whatever. But anyway. Yeah, no, for sure. So that that's a great uh, guy to end on, I oh, think. Oh, I got right a couple more. Oh, yeah. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. A couple more. Brian Athamois out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not a huge, not a bigger linebacker, but uh, 6'1, 228, had a nice 40 time. Uh, shows some nice coverage skills and stuff. Could be a nice mid-round guy to grab. Uh, you know, smaller athletic type linebacker, which are you know are getting more and more popular nowadays with all the passing. Uh, and then yep. uh, the other guy, I feel like he just bears mentioning, even though I feel like he fell out of everyone's minds with the injury. But Damone Clark out of LSU. I think he still bears mention because I think he's got a lot of great potential in the league. And if whoever's willing to take a flyer on him for a year, he'll heal up and stuff in the league and then, you know, come out and see what he's got next year. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Spinal fusion surgery. No, no uh, that does not sound easy to come back from yeah, as a football no. player. Yeah. Hopefully. Kind of well, yeah. But he was still so good in college. He's worth mentioning. Hey Z, you might like uh, Zacoby McLean just because of a uh, diehard. Yeah, there you go. That's the name I want. McLean. <laughs> Beautiful. That's a great one. Go Joe Damon. Where is he out of I'm Auburn? Not, not... Auburn. Five eleven, okay. two thirty eight. He's like uh, right towards the late in this list. All right, probably. a little bigger than John McLean, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> As long as he wears like the wife beat underneath, uh, he doesn't. He plays with no spikes on. Yeah, he can walk on broken uh, glass. The guy's tough. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. Hey, is that all right? That's a Sewell's that's a great one. In here? <laughs> that face. That's Sewell? a. That... Oh yeah, no, uh, out of Utah, right? Yeah. Sewell's brother out of Utah. What's his first name again? Neffy. Neffy. That's right. I I've seen him. Uh, like in mock drafts, I go to the, in the seventh round. Maybe I don't know if that's a favorite of Sewell. Like he projects <laughs> as like a special teams guy. Yeah, or, um, he's six foot two twenty eight. You got to be pretty mm. gifted athletically to pull that off in the league. Yeah, mm. maybe we'll get him undrafted just to keep. Yeah, up. just. Yep. He did run hey. a four six seven though. That's not a terrible forty. Got time. the Aquaras. Got the Sewells. Let's, yeah. let's grab all the brothers. <laughs> yeah. Grab all the brothers. <laughs> All right, uh, so I think oh, that's going to wrap it up this for us here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to wrap it up for us here. Uh, so there's a few things I want to mention before we end the podcast. Uh, first of all, please be on the lookout uh, on Twitter, YouTube. We'll be sharing this. Uh, Instagram, wherever we you know have our social media. So it's Instagram, Drinking Boo Kool-Aid. Twitter, at Drinking Lions. Um, but we will be doing a live draft watch. Uh, so we'll have a live uh, draft party i guess you call it a live stream uh you know reacting to everything in the first round uh reacting real time so just want to make everybody aware of that uh find us on our social media pages and join in uh, and you know give us the live reactions and all that stuff that'll be really exciting again it's it's april 11th we are two and a half weeks away from the nfl draft so it's man. right around the corner man where's that again this life year? moves pretty fast uh, las vegas oh yeah that's right I'll be, be maybe get some live footage. I'll be there. There you go. You're going to take the boat to the stage. They're, the, the stage is in the water. Oh, the, the Bellagio f- Fountain, and they're taking a boat. <laughs> and if you get drafted, you take a boat out to the stage. I'll have to cool. use some insertion nice. techniques to uh, infiltrate. 
They should yeah. have him jump over the fountain on a motorcycle <laughs> land in the, yeah. you know, on the That'd stage. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So again, Instagram at drinking the Bukule, Twitter at drinking lions. Uh, let us know your, you know, your thoughts on any of these prospects as well. We'd love to hear them. Um, please leave a review on any of those uh, on, on Apple, Spotify, wherever your podcast, please uh, download, please subscribe, leave a, re- leave a review. Uh, SidelineReport.com. Thank you to them for hosting the podcast. Always greatly appreciate that. And then a thank you, of course, to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. At Selfie Made Man on Instagram, too. Yeah, he uh-huh. takes good pictures as well. So just throw out your, oh, your yeah. Instagram handle, Kid J. Um, or if you want to reach out to him, you know, just how he, how does he produce such a great podcast? How does he do reach it? How does he do it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, other than that, gentlemen, uh, just look out for next week. We got wide receivers and then quarterbacks and then our last, oh, yeah. our last mock draft before oh, the real shebang. It's happening. A uh, lot of exciting stuff this month. A lot of exciting stuff. We got it all coming at you from drinking the blue Kool-Aid. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go! go. go. Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.